0: Yep. All right, and we are live, super late, like seven minutes late. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Uh, Valeria just got home. Oh, good. Lovely. We got the cat meowing already. Uh, Valeria just got home, and we, I was about to start without her, and I thought, well, she's home. I'll let her quickly prepare for the show, and then we'll do the show, but it took eight minutes, So, but that's okay. That's okay. We're here. We're here for you, and... We want to talk a little bit about Dogecoin. (laughs) That's some interesting news, isn't it? Again. Well, okay, so we talked about this yesterday, and between yesterday and today, yeah, Asta's excited as well. (laughs) Between yesterday and today, Dogecoin went up another, what was it, like 50% or something? I mean, it really blew up today, didn't it?
1: It's up 80, I think 80%.
0: 80% today, another 80%. That's pretty crazy um after this is
1: 94 sorry
0: oh sorry, no oh, yeah, sorry 94 percent. so uh you know i told you guys uh yesterday that uh you know this is a kind of a potentially a good investment uh now here's the thing after today we actually took out
1: initial our investment.
0: initial investment so we now have what 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 is the percentage increase in it was like a it was like uh we got like a times what we put in? Well, we ended up with?
1: Twice as much. We gained. A little over
0: twice. Like 2.3. A little over
1: twice, yes. I took out whatever I initially put in. So if Dogecoin will. Yeah. I won't lose any of my. Yeah, so
0: we're a little concerned that maybe we're hitting the peak of the Dogecoin spike.
1: I'm not. I think it's going to hit the dollar, but.
0: Right, but we took out our initial investment just to be sure. Yeah. As a conservative measure. Um,
1: And I left all of my profits there.
0: But somebody, somebody. uh, I read an article today that like the founder or the founder, the CEO of Slim Jim, the the company Slim Jim, he's been tweeting about Dogecoin. And that's at least in part what is motivating this surge. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to surge Dogecoin up into 420, which makes me think that.
1: 420 it's it's a date it's april 20
0: yeah yes yes exactly when
1: you said first 420 i was like what
0: yeah 420
1: 120 dollars
0: yeah you said what price i didn't understand why you were asking that yeah uh yeah the date 420 uh, which in america everybody knows 420 because people who smoke marijuana for whatever reason they believe that 420 is like the marijuana day Mm -hmm. so it makes me think that the guy who runs slim jim either smokes marijuana or he realizes who his consumer base is (laughs) and he's and he's excited about what
1: is going on i don't know what's gonna happen i'm just gonna hodl
0: hodl hodl (laughs) hodl is like the funny way of saying hold right it's uh hold on for dear life right hodl and uh and it's a thing that people say specifically about Dogecoin for some reason. They they've they like saying HODL with regard to oh, to Dogecoin, which it's means a like meme. hold on for dear life. It, it's, I, it's I know a it's meme. a meme, but I don't know why that became a meme. Because about-
1: this meme, the Doge meme, it's like saying things wrong. The meme initially, you put the meme and you say the thing that no. not actually.
0: But I think so- "hodel" is is right because is hold on for dear life so I don't know if that's wrong, but it does sound wrong. Hold sounds like a little bit wrong of hold. But I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't po- know. Point is, point is know. you could still invest in Dogecoin if you have a little bit of money to spare. I wouldn't invest anything...
1: If you don't want to invest in something actually valuable, Ethereum or Bitcoin, that's all right, Right, right,
0: because Doge doesn't have any kind... Doge is kind of a joke crypto, but if you want to double your money by tomorrow or by by 420... It's a risky thing, so that's the thing. Like th- these it's cryptocurrencies so- are very risky, so n- don't invest anything that you're not willing to lose, right? If you're willing to lose hundred bucks, right. throw in hundred bucks. If you're if you're willing to lose a thousand bucks, throw in a thousand bucks. It's just a bit of fun. If you lose it, and if and if you gain money, heck, you know you got two grand on your one grand that you threw in there. So, um, you know it's just a bit of fun. But that's what's going on in the markets right now. It's all about Doge. Which, again, started as a joke currency. This is a currency that Elon Musk constantly talks about. It's his favorite crypto. He's been trying to pump it for a long time now. And the idea was, because it was like worth nothing, and they're trying to get it up to a dollar. So the people who have had Dogecoin... Inf- I, ha- I think I told you this yesterday, I think. I had a friend who I encouraged to hold on to her Dogecoin like a month ago. And now she's got like five times her initial investment. And I pulled out like a moron... <laughs> And now she just mocks me ruthlessly. Uh, this is another YouTuber, actually, a more successful YouTuber than me. Uh, uh, so yeah, that that's annoying. Yeah, I hate her for that. <laughs> Not really. No, I don't. I love her. She's great. But uh, but I tell you what, uh, I I hate myself a little bit <laughs> for pulling the money out. But I've given it to Valeria. She's she's putting money into different coins, and again, she thinks Bitcoin is the safest. Right. But she also thinks Dogecoin at the moment is a risky but potentially very lucrative bet. But again, she did conservatively take out uh, about half of what we had in our initial investment that we Just had for
1: my uh, s- sanity.
0: Just for sanity, yeah. So
1: I w- will stop looking at the graphics every single second of my life.
0: Because she was a little bit concerned that if all the money went down to, like, you know, every- the whole the whole bubble collapsed we'd even lose part of our initial investment, which she, mm-hmm. she didn't want to do. So, oh, the cat's playing with the lens cap.
1: Austin, <sighs> no, don't drop it.
0: That's adorable. Austin? We should be filming that. Oh, he's cozy with the lens cap there. All right, darling, enough yes. jibber-jabber. I jibber-jabber. think we got enough people in the chat. Uh, do you want to read the first story?
1: Yes. Hunter Biden, Hi. Hide- Hunter Biden's book: an epic failure. An failure. epic
0: failure. An epi- Fa- oh no! What have I done? Failure. Failure. Do you not know failure. what the word "failure" is? Fa- you never heard of this.
1: For me, it should spell be like "failure" because you have I. Well, whatever.
0: F I L U R E. Failure.
1: Failure. For me, I mean, I know that word. It's just for some reason hard for me too.
0: Well, anyway, at least you got the story so, right. That was the first story. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we got that worked out. Okay. So let's go ahead and read here. Hunter Biden book tank uh, sales tank after first week despite PR campaign. So here's the thing: um, Hunter had gone on to all of these news agents, uh, news agencies, uh, all of these. Um, well, news agencies. Uh, you know, be, he was being interviewed by reporters. He went on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, which is you know um, late night supposedly comedy show and he was pushing his book there and everybody was giving him these softball questions you remember these mm-hmm. Did we cover this on this show I think we did uh, where they were saying things to him about like you know like uh, like oh tell us about the laptop was the laptop legitimate now they didn't ask about Burisma they didn't ask about China they didn't ask any tough questions but they did ask about the laptop and it seemed like they were asking him uh, lay up questions basically like here, here. Uh, let's give you an opportunity to uh, tell the country that the laptop isn't yours, right? And then he would say, like, "Well, I don't know, because I was, you know, I was pretty messed up, so I don't know." And they'd be like, "But come on, you'd know if it was your last laptop." And he's like, "Did you read the book?" I mean, I was pretty messed up, and they'd go, "Yeah, you were pretty messed up." Okay, we believe you. And it was absolute garbage reporting. It was, it was just like these is these softball interviews of the son of the president who's been accused of many people including myself of essentially taking bribes for president biden who was the vice president and you know and and this laptop obviously has a lot of evidence that indicates that and none of these questions addressed any of that and instead there was this whole business about how he was so um he was in withdraw- withdrawal, I guess, for you know because he, was, he had stopped smoking crack, mm-hmm. and he was so desperate to smoke crack that he was digging through the carpet for maybe pieces of crack that he had dropped. And if he found a little something that looked white and crumb-like, he would smoke it. and he said he smoked more Parmesan cheese than anybody uh, the reporter he was talking about had ever met.
1: I don't think anybody smoked Parmesan cheese.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, so there was a lot of jokes about him smoking Parmesan cheese. Uh, My friend and I thought it would be funny to do a a fake ad for like um, like the the Olive Garden. Like, we've got the best Parmesan on the planet. This Parmesan is hardcore.
1: I like Parmesan. I really Mm like, you know, I boil corn. Mm -hmm. It's a weird thing. Uh, put mayonnaise and parmesan and mm-hmm. I eat it mm-hmm. it's like mexican i saw mexicans do that but now i'm looking at parmesan and all i can think of hunter is biden. hunter
0: biden trying to smoke crack <laughs> yeah delightful image um but anyway yeah so despite him doing all these interviews and him getting all this free press and and then really pushing the book and it, to me it's like astonishing like like uh uh uh, Trump's son had, had written a book when Trump was president, and I don't think any of these reporters wanted to interview him or talk to him because they didn't want to push his book, right? And, you know, but but uh, but they'll all bring on Hunter and they'll throw him these softball questions yeah. because, you know, and to, and to me, this is really awful because this is such a, there's such cronyism, right? Excuse me. Where it's like, well, we're Democrats and and we like this Democrat president so we're going to help his son sell books despite the fact that like this guy's essentially a criminal mm-hmm. they don't care they like they they're d- solid democrats they don't care about right and wrong all they care about is like <laughs> mm, there you go Aston. uh uh helping their buddies out uh they like biden and so they want to help biden's kid out despite the fact that he's a criminal i mean it's just to me this is it's just disgusting it's disgusting he's a he's a criminal treat him like a criminal the fact that he hasn't been investigated or prosecuted for any of his crimes doesn't change the fact that he's a criminal. I mean I mean we know he's a criminal because he lied specifically on that the most recent this is just the most recent one. Mm-hmm. We found that he lied on his application to get a gun, right? He he lied and he said that he was not doing drugs, which was a lie. Uh that's a crime. Right? Maybe that's he just... wasn't
1: doing drugs at that minute.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well that all depends on what your definition of is is um that, that was a bill clinton impression in case anybody's familiar with that particular thing anyway so uh yeah let's let's i mean there wasn't there wasn't much to read here a uh, beautiful things is the name of his book beautiful things <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful things i like beautiful things like prostitutes and crack <laughs>
1: did you see his prostitutes not beautiful
0: Oh, yeah, there. Are, I I always thought like because he, he's made millions through Burisma and through, the, uh, through Maybe China.
1: particular,
0: if you taste. have that much money and you don't mind sleeping with prostitutes, at least buy some decent-looking prostitutes. That's <laughs> kind of a messed up thing to say, but yeah. you make a good point, darling. They are not the kind of prostitutes. If I was a if I was a degenerate uh, I, I m- millionaire, why. they're I not the ones why. I would. For buy.
1: you, they don't look as beautiful as you would like to. I have a prostitute because you are uh, sober he <laughs> is not when you are not sober yeah you yeah. see things differently especially in women. because there's like this joke when you see a woman and one bottle of vodka and there is a beautiful yeah model in front yeah of or
0: or a yeah one bottle of vodka yeah yeah the first shot she's like kind of okay second yeah. shot Not bad. Third shot. Looking pretty good.
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, maybe maybe it might take more than three, but you you guys get the idea. So, all right. Yeah. So it's possible he was just smoking crack, called up whoever it is that supplies his prostitutes. They Mm -hmm. said, what kind of prostitute do you want? And he goes, I don't care. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You make a good point there. All right. Uh, yeah. The show today is sponsored by, uh, Hunter Biden's prostitutes. (laughs) We're talking way too much about that. Um, all right, I guess we should move on to the next story. Okay. Uh what do you So but okay, but, uh, no no no, I do want to talk about this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Don't want to don't want to move on to the next story yet. I do want to talk about how lovely it is that Hunter Biden's book sales have not been successful despite the fact that he's been on all these shows. So he did sell some. Okay, it says here beautiful things the name of his book, a confessional memoir by President neer do son, the presidential neer do son, I love that Who wrote this? Roger Friedman You can write a tiny article very well Oh, here we go, continue reading So I have to click here then Alright, that's better, that's better Let's see here Hunter Biden's confessional book Beautiful Things is a sales bust After first week despite PR push uh, Let's see Yeah, Roger Friedman Alright, Beautiful Things the confessional Is a flop after one week NPD book scan says the book in Hunter uh, I think it's in which Hunter whines about being a drug addict who slept around and has no memory of fathering a child just sold 10,000 copies in its first week for a celebrity book with so much PR uh TV appearances etc that's not a lot and they're absolutely right that is nothing mm-hmm. 10 I mean just think about the fact that like, just consider how many views I get on my YouTube videos, despite the fact that YouTube censors my videos. YouTube's got their boot on my neck. I cannot distribute my videos in any significant way. And I still get at least 20,000 views a video. And that's not even... Now, I know it's a lot easier to just click on a YouTube video than to than to buy a book. But with somebody with the kind of reach yeah. that Hunter Biden has, going on all these... Network shows—I mean, massive shows with millions of viewers, millions, literally millions of viewers—and he sells ten thousand copies. Cool. Oh, not even Democrats want anything to do with 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 uh, dopey Hunter Biden. Look at that. We're celebrating the book so much PR. That's not a lot on Amazon. Beautiful Things is ranked number two hundred and eight, <laughs> apparently. Nevertheless, an early surge in sales based on Biden's appearance on CBS Sunday morning puts beautiful things at number four on the New York Times bestseller list that comes out today. Uh, But that might just have something to do with the timing. Right. Mm -hmm. So they might have chosen a window that happened to be very good for Hunter Biden. Or it might have been that the New York Times is just lying because they do that now. They didn't used to. At least I don't think. Um, But that'll be short lived. Last week, Rock Me on the Water, a terrible book about cultural trends in 1974, hit the list after its Sunday morning plug. And it's gone this week. Yeah. When it comes to like books. So I for a little while because I was trying to write uh, film scripts. And I wasn't getting anywhere because I didn't know anybody in the film industry. I decided to start to write some short stories and try to submit them to like literary magazines and stuff like that. So I, I, I apply you know, I sent in some stories to literary magazines, and they, they were all rejected, which is pretty typical. But then I thought, well, let's, let's figure out a way to, to ensure that I will definitely get these stories into literary magazines. So I read a book of comp- compiled best.: Hustin. <laughs> best short stories of a particular year whatever that year was of of uh of stories that were printed in literary magazines and they were terrible <laughs> i'm not joking they were so bad it, it kind of made me depressed because i thought who are the people reading this crap like i don't know i don't know why it was uh considered to be considered to be like the best short stories in literary magazines they were almost always about Miserable people living miserable lives and hating the world. and you know it was always people who smoked. for some reason they always described in minute detail people who s- smoked in these short stories. And it seemed to me like this is the brain of the leftist. like they like to sort of indulge in you know like this sort of miserable kind of stuff. they they, they like to dwell in unhappiness. I just didn't understand why these and they were it was fiction. So it didn't have to be miserable. There was nothing exciting about the stories. And I just thought, man, like kids can write better than this stuff. You know, it was, I I don't know. So just because a book does well, I don't think that necessarily means it's a good book. It just means that the kinds of people that like to read um, short stories and and, and novels and stuff like that, the the kind of people who are buying this stuff, uh, they may not necessarily have... There you go. Uh, They might not necessarily have the best taste, but they're the ones buying the stuff. So I think in the 21st century, since we have movies and TV and we have other kinds of, you know, we have YouTube, we have all kinds of media, um, book sales aren't necessarily indicative of quality. Um, You know, because the people who are buying books aren't necessarily the best judges of what makes good writing. I think they're just people who really like very specific kinds of books. Anyway, uh, let me read a little bit more here. Um, we're almost done with this story. Uh, TV Hunter's TV appearances on CBS were embarrassing. He came off like Eddie Haskell from Leave it to Beaver, cloying, unsympathetic, whiny, sycophantic. Hunter has a sad story, certainly. When he was a child, his mother and sister were killed in a car accident. As an adult, his brother died of cancer. So to crack cocaine, slept with his sister-in-law, and fathered a child with a woman he doesn't remember. Well, the latter stuff really isn't a sad story. It's more of a pathetic story. And uh, I don't know if we can be sympathetic to him for those things. Those are his own choices. Forget about his questionable business life. This guy is a creep. Uh, instead of honoring his family, he brought them disgrace. Uh, in the meantime, P, uh, NPD... BookScan reports that the four four of the best selling books so far this year, also in March, were Doctor Seuss. Oh, sorry, were by Doctor Seuss. They were now. See, now this makes sense, but see, this is another example of why books don't necessarily do well just because they're good books. Like obviously, these books did well for a specific reason. It was kind of something in the news. Cat in the hat. Oh, the places you'll go. Green eggs and ham. Uh, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. This is after Doctor Seuss Estate withdrew six of his old books because. They had outdated "quote unquote" racist images. That decision was uh, turned out to be the best sales PR ever, right? I mean, it is funny. Like if you look, um, if you look at uh, uh, all the best the, the best selling books in history, a lot of them are books that were uh, scandalous, considered scandalous, and so they got a lot of free publicity be- because people were trying to ban them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I want to call my nonfiction book that I'm writing. White people are awesome. Because that will definitely... Oh, hello, Cat's Tail. Um, because that will definitely cause some controversy, I think. Which is, So it's a bit of a strategic move on my part. At the end of this article, they write, Hunter should have called his book, Oh, the Places I Went. <laughs> you know what? That's actually kind of genius. Donning? I Would you like to read the next headline?
1: Yes. Or uh, Aston
0: can do it, if you want.
1: Left-wing conspiracy theory debunked. 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 Debunked.
0: ED. ED. All right. So, yeah. So, there was this... I don't know if you guys remember this. There was this uh, conspiracy theory that the left was propagating a little while ago that when when Trump was trying to uh, withdraw the troops from Afghanistan. And all these Democrats were saying, well, you can't withdraw the troops from Afghanistan because uh, Russians have put um, bounties on... The heads of U.S. troops, and and you know, and and Trump's not doing anything about it. Is it, is Aston showing his Aston to the audience? Fortunately, it's too bright for anyone to see. But uh, we'll give you a nice big wide shot there. <laughs> Valeria said that's that's a sign that that the cat likes you if he shows you his yes. his a hole. Uh, to which I replied, I used to say that about women. <laughs> Come on, it's still funny. It's still funny. Uh my like, god is <laughs> one of my best off-the-cuff jokes ever all right let's see here all right so the, uh, now now Intel you know the intelligence services are apparently walking back this claim saying oops we may have got that wrong well not only do, did you get it wrong I suspect that the people who were perpetrating that uh, particular hoax intentionally got it wrong. They were basically trying to mislead Americans to make Donald Trump look bad. But let's go ahead and read this story. Um, it was a huge election time story that prompted cries of treason, but according to newly d- disclosed document, a newly disclosed document, Donald Trump might have been right to call it a hoax. No joke. It was a blockbuster story about Russians, uh, Russia's return to imperial Uh, To the imperial great game in Afghanistan, the Kremlin had spread money around the longtime Central Asian battlefield for militants to kill remaining U.S. forces. It sparked a massive outcry from Democrats and their hashtag resistance amplifiers about the treasonous Russian puppet in the White House whose admiration for Vladimir Putin had endangered American troops. On Thursday, the Biden administration announced that U.S. intelligence uh, only had low to moderate confidence in the story after all. Translated from the jargon of spy world, that means the intelligence agencies have found the story is at best unproven and possibly untrue. Yeah, I mean, come on, we knew it was untrue. Basically, everybody on the right was like, "This sounds like BS," because there were a lot of rumors that were floating around that were like, "Yeah, th- this is this is disinformation. Like, this is this is not true." And uh, you know, and the left just bought it. They just were like, "Oh, we got we got." Uh, We got we got this this slight scent of controversy with the the Trump administration. We better report this as absolute truth. They always do this. They always go. It's so easy to trick a Democrat into believing a lie. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is make it a lie that makes somebody they don't like look bad or makes Democrats look good and they'll immediately believe it. It does not have to. It doesn't have to even be remotely believable. If it makes Trump look bad, or it makes Republicans look bad, or it makes Matt Gates look bad, uh, or if it makes Pelosi look good, or Biden look good, or something like that, they are just going to instantly believe it. That is the that is the Democrat way. If you want to lie to somebody convincingly, that's the kind of lie you tell, and that's the kind of person you tell it to. <clears throat> All right, let's keep reading. Um, The United States intelligence community assesses with low to moderate confidence that Russian intelligence officers sought to encourage Taliban attacks on U.S. and coalition personnel in Afghanistan in 2019, and perhaps earlier, a senior administration official said. Uh, This information puts a burden on the Russian government to explain its actions and take steps to address the disturbing pattern of behavior, the official said. Well, no, it doesn't really. I mean, why is it put a burden on Russia? It's like we heard a rumor about you that. Probably isn't true, but now it's the balls in your court, Russia. You better disprove this vague rumor that we don't think is actually true. Does not make any sense? Uh, Indicating that Biden is unprepared to walk the story back fully. Ah, that's why. Because they're just basically trying to, to say, but we're not going to say we're totally wrong because Biden and... I'm
1: surprised you even can find this article that debunked because...
0: I know, I know. Significantly, the Biden team announced a raft of sanctions on Thursday, but those sanctions targeted targeting Russia's sovereign debt market are prompted only by Russia's interference in the 2020 election and its alleged role in the Solar Wind cyber espionage, Um which I guess was a thing. I don't. I I didn't do a deep dive into that one, so I don't actually know about it. I can't talk about it in any depth or with any intelligence. But uh, apparently, people think that this is a real thing.
1: Do you know why this story debunked? There is what? no Russian troops doing this stuff mm-hmm. because they all in Ukraine right now. I
0: know, I know. That's a serious problem. That's and, see, and see, this is the next point I was gonna. This is the next point I was gonna make before you jumped in. Uh, there are much more serious threats to deal with. China is a much more serious threat than Russia. Russia engaging in Ukraine is a much bigger problem than the solar wind scandal. Um, I mean. I would look into the solar wind scandal. Mm-hmm. I would want to do that before I really talked about it. Maybe it's much bigger than I think, but I think, I think China is much more of a problem than Russia at the moment, but um, well, let's keep reading here. Um, oh, yeah. What are we? Okay. Uh, in contrast, Biden administration officials said that the, their assessment attributing the breach of technology company solar winds to hackers from Russia's foreign intelligence service was highly, uh, sorry, high confidence Right, so they definitely believe that that is true, that Russian hackers uh, were instructed by uh, Russian intel Mm -hmm. to come in here and do the SolarWinds thing. Uh, We have noted our conclusion of the review that we conducted on the... Okay. We've noted our conclusion on the review that we conducted on the bounties issue, and we have conveyed through diplomatic intelligence and military channels strong direct messages on this issue. We are not specifically tying... The actions we are taking today to that matter, man, that is a mouthful. Can't they just speak normal no. English language? No,
1: because Democrats won't understand it, and they won't <laughs> understand how they messed up. Right. That's the logic. That's right,
0: that's right. If you want people to think you're smart, but you don't yes. want them to actually be able to figure out what you're saying, yes. you just use this like convoluted language because these aren't even big. Like esoteric words, they're just—it's just sort of like a convoluted way of speaking. I mean, it's actually more—it's just like political speak. Um, a senior administration official told reporters in reference to the bounty claims. According to the officials on Thursday's call, the reporting about the alleged bounties came from uh, detainee reporting, raising the specter that somebody told their U.S. aligned Afghan jailers what they thought was necessary to get out of a cage. Specifically, the official. Uh, cited information and evidence of connections to criminal agents in Afghanistan and elements in the Russian government as sources for the intelligence community's assessment. But the the problem with this is that it should never have been leaked in the first place. What mm-hmm. happened was probably there was some military guys who were briefing some people in Congress for some reason and they mentioned this and the people in Congress got wind of it and were like, you know, they or they heard it and they thought, oh, oh we can we can spin this into something that Trump isn't taking serious, serious, not addressing. And we could basically say Trump's Trump's an idiot, he's negligent and all this kind of stuff. Trump hadn't even heard about it. And then when when he finally addressed it, he was like, OK, so I heard about this. I asked my advisor about it and he was like, yeah, if this was a big deal, we would have told you. Mm-hmm. But this is not a big deal because we're not even sure it's true. So, yeah, you have no reason to know about it. You have no reason to act on it. The Democrats are being idiots. And so when that happened, I remember the rest of us were kind of like, you know, it's a pretty simple situation like they don't know if it's true um they don't know even if they if even if it is true they don't even know what the extent of it is there's nothing trump can do now until they get better information on this so like everything that the left was saying about it was just ridiculous and uh yeah and so at the time we kind of knew it was bs but now it's sort of shown that for sure you know pretty much for sure it's bs let's see here Without additional corroboration, such reporting is notoriously unreliable. Detainee reporting from a man known as uh, Ibn Sheikh Libi, extracted from torture infamously and bogusly fueled a Bush administration claim used to invade Iraq about Saddam Hussein training al-Qaeda to make poison gas. The senior Biden official added on Thursday that the difficult operating environment in Afghanistan complicated U.S. efforts to confirm what amounts to a rumor. Exactly. Yeah, that's my word. Rumor. When asked whether Moscow put bounties on American forces in Afghanistan, press secretary Jen Psaki uh, said at a press briefing on Thursday that the Biden administration felt the reports were enough of a cause for concern that we wanted our intelligence community to look into this report as part of this overall assessment. You know what the truth is? I I think the truth is that Psaki, well, not Psaki specifically, but, you know.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm so bright.
0: You are very bright.
1: I'm sorry. It's just so difficult for me to get out of this in and out.
0: It is difficult, yeah.
1: So you guys have to suffer.
0: The the Biden administration, I think...
1: um... Can you fix it, please?
0: Yeah, I'll fix it. Can I finish what I'm saying?
1: No, you can't. Fix it.
0: (laughs) The Biden administration, I think, wanted to find something was up there so that they could point at Trump and say, Trump was negligent. Trump did something awful. Uh, And so that's why I think they went in to investigate this. I don't think it was because they really thought it was probably true. I just thought they were hoping it was true. I mean, it's sad, but Democrats always want... they, They don't care what's best for the country. They just want Republicans to look bad, and they want to try to take us down at all costs. It's very sad. They should hope that America does well, but they don't. They hope that Republicans do poorly, and they don't care if Americans suffer because of it. All right, darling. Why don't you read the next story while I fix your lighting?
1: No problem. I just want to say Elon Musk just tweeted everything to the moon. So, guys, if you want to make some money, good timing. Um. Grandmother brutally beaten by black racist. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, this is a pretty terrible story.
1: I don't want to see stories like this.
0: Sorry, that took longer than I had uh, anticipated. the uh, The camera was being tricky. <laughs> I, I think I hit a wrong button or something. But anyway, we got it fixed. All right. Yeah, this one. This one is. This one's quite sad, actually. I I hate this story. So, uh, this is a grandmother in Los Angeles, and uh, this black woman apparently started beating her up because she thought she was Asian. Oh, so apparently she's not even Asian. She just kept yelling at her, saying, oh, you're, you know, you're Asian, you're horrible, whatever, go home. So these are the pictures of her, um, this poor old lady who got beat up. Um, and, you know, I, I hate showing stuff like that. And I actually hate doing stories like this. But I think people need to see it and people need to hear about it so that they know exactly what's going on in this country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, who's, who is, in terms like, statistically speaking, who is it that's committing these crimes? And it is overwhelmingly black people. And um, you know they keep saying that the biggest domestic terrorist threat in America is white supremacist, but you never really hear about white supremacists doing anything violent in America. It's very rare, very rare. But black people are committing acts of racist violence literally every single day. Uh, there's new stories, and I've got another horrific story that I'm going to probably do a uh, uh, Mr. Reagan about in the coming days uh, that I just heard about. Uh, I posted on. Excuse me. I posted on um, my Mr. Reagan channel a story, a pretty horrific story of a three-year-old white girl who was adopted by a yeah. black woman mm-hmm. and was beaten to death. Beaten to death after she was adopted, and this black woman was famous. She had won, um, you know, a reality television show called like Worst Cooks in America, I think.
1: Worst cooks.
0: Worst cooks in America. Yeah, it's sort of a fun, lighthearted show. Ah,
1: okay, I was like, know. what?
0: I think they, I think they take cooks that are kind of bad. And then they try to make them better, and then somebody at the end of the show wins.
1: That's that's a good idea.
0: That's my my guess. I didn't really read up on the show, but she won the whole season, season uh, uh, twenty in twenty twenty, and she ended up they ended up deleting the entire season of the show off of the internet. You can't find it anywhere.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, and uh, but because uh, she had these two black little black boys, and she was married, and they seemed like a very happy, nice family, and they adopted these three white children, and she she uh, she murdered one of them pretty crazy so uh she's in court for that um she's saying that it, it's actually one of her black boys that did it she's like no no it wasn't me it was one of the black boys so uh but the husband is saying no no she did it um and uh it's i want to give the husband the benefit of the doubt and say well okay well maybe he wasn't a part of it maybe he's a nice guy but like you let your wife beat a tiny little white girl to death like you know uh I don't know. I can't be particularly sympathetic to him either. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're letting your wife just beat your adopted children. Anyway. Disturbing story. Disturbing story. But I heard about another one of these two teenage boys who in uh, Rochester, New York... And none of this stuff gets reported on the news. That's the thing. You got all these protests for these criminals who are shot, but then you don't even hear about this in the Did news. You
1: see, like, what pictures they use for... Uh, because I saw some news on this kid that got killed in a uh-huh. car... And like so nice holding his like knees. Oh, the photos that they're like... showing of him? Yeah. And I see completely different picture. I see him with the pile of cash. Yeah. I don't know how he earned that cash. Yeah. Like a doing some signs yeah, as yeah. a gang. Yeah, member. Yeah, doing like the
0: gang stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's pictures what I see. Yeah. And pictures what they show completely Right. Different. I mean you
0: can find both kinds of pictures. What are you gonna show on the news? Well it depends on the story you wanna tell. If you wanna tell the story that the police officer was wrong and that he was like this nice kid, mm-hmm. you show the nice pictures. If you wanna tell the truth really which is that this kid probably wasn't the the best you know most upstanding citizen in the world you show the appropriately uh you know the, the evidence the you know the pictures that show him maybe involved in gang gang stuff or something like that so but anyway uh so there was this other story i heard about in rochester new york about these two teenage boys black boys who went into the home of an elderly white man and uh put like like uh, gasoline on him and burned him to death. Burned him alive. Yeah. Yeah. So he ca- comes out, he, you know, like he runs out of his apartment building on fire. Uh, and so people, obviously they put the fire on, they took him to the hospital. He had like burns across 70% of his body. <clears throat> and then over the next uh, few days he dies. And these oh black gosh. boys told him specifically to tell the police that it was white guys who did this. They said, tell them it's white men who burned you. And then they set him on fire. Pretty unbelievable. So these horrific acts of violence are occurring uh, throughout the country, racist acts of violence. And uh, and we never hear about it. We, ha- we never hear about this. And, it's be- and I think that it's because there is this perception uh, among leftists in particular, but reporters generally, that if you tell white people about all the nasty, vicious, horrific crimes that black people commit against white people or oftentimes Asians then there will be some kind of backlash and there will be all this violence from white people toward black people
1: I don't think so
0: No of course not of course not. it's no. a ridiculous idea no. but you know what they but you know what they don't realize that if you keep telling black people about every single crime or every single crime every single incident of
1: a white crime. cop killing There's a black kid be- more crime yeah. against white people. Of course, there is even more. Yeah,
0: they're, they're they're perpetuating these crimes against white people by pushing this narrative that America is racist against black people and that black and that white cops are killing black kids, which is in is not true. Um, but then you get these riots, you get the looting, you get the burning, you get murders, you get all this kind of stuff, and and the the press has blood on their hands. The the the, the these journalists who are pushing out this narrative. Yeah. They are causing this violence. And when you cover up the actual crimes of of black Americans against white Americans or against Asian Americans, or in this case, I I don't know what she is, maybe Hispanic or something, but they thought she was Asian. Um, Then you're just hiding the truth from the the public. And and to me, that's the absolute opposite of what you're supposed to do as a journalist. It's absolutely disgusting. All right. So let's read here. A seven-year-old woman was brutally beaten and dragged across a bus in Los Angeles by a hateful attacker who mistook her for an Asian-American. According to local reports, the victim, a grandmother who is Mexican-American, yeah, case okay, she's Mexican-American, was trying to get off a city bus uh, Friday when another female passenger hurled an anti-Chinese slur at her, the East Sider reported. Uh, the assailant then pulled the elderly woman identified as Becky to the front of the bus and pummeled her. The report said nobody would help, not even the bus driver. Her son Pete told the website. The beatdown eventually stopped after a passenger called nine one one. He added, um, "I'm assuming that the son wasn't there. I'm assuming that he's re- re- reporting what uh, his mother told him." Uh, let's see here. Photos showed the victim, who had been on her way to to uh, to go grocery. Oh, sorry. I thought Go was maybe the name of it. To go grocery shopping for her granddaughter uh, with a swollen eye and dark purple bruises around her face and neck. I mean, yeah, you don't get beat up that badly just from a couple of, like, gentle uh, uh, pushes or shoves. I mean, this is a vicious, vicious attack by an absolutely horrible person. Um, Her nose is broken and some of her hair pulled out, her son told the East Sider. He added that his family members are often mistaken for Asian the uh, police, a police spokesman told the, U- uh, the Los Angeles Times that Yasmin Beasley, 23, was arrested on felony battery charges in the attack. Well, I'm glad they found the woman who did this attack. Uh, he did not know whether prosecutors were pursuing hate crime charges. These are some of the, these are the oh, man. Look at her neck. Jeez.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Th- th- this this uh, Beasley. What, what's her name? Yasmin Beasley. I don't think,
1: I don't think you can sh- you show in the article in the live stream.
0: Oh, I'm not? Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry about that, guys. Um, anyway, that's what her neck looks like.
1: Yeah, you don't want to keep it on the screen for too long. That's
0: right. That's why I was covering it up. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not attractive. You don't want to see that. Um, but, I, but I, you know, it is something we need to look at, uh, as hard as it is, because we need to recognize what's happening in the country. Yeah. And this woman, Yasmeen Beasley, uh, I think she needs to go to prison for a long time, a long time. I do not like, uh, I do not like people like this who, see, the thing is, if you're going to get into a fight and you're going to beat somebody up, fine, you know, it's, it's in some cases, I think people deserve it, right? And, and uh, you know, some people occasionally need a punch. Mm-hmm. But if you're the kind of person who's going to go after like an elderly woman or a child, to me, that is, and, and I think everybody kind of feels the same way, right? I mean, I think most people are incensed by this kind of thing. Like, it's just so cowardly. It's just so weak. Yeah. Like if she had come up to a woman who was stronger than her or a man and tried to beat them up, she would have got you know would have got her face punched in. Mm-hmm. But what does she go after? She goes after somebody she knows can't fight back, an elderly woman. I mean, what a disgusting piece of human trash! And that woman needs a rot in prison, anyway. But with our with our prosecutor, she'll probably walk. That's probably what's going to happen. They probably won't even prosecute her because the the prosecutor we have, George Gascon, is so oh disgusting. My God. Uh, We're going to talk about it on the show in the future, I think. We're going to, hopefully, we're going to talk about our efforts to try to get rid of uh, George Gascon. Depends on uh, how much work we end up doing with these people, but uh, there's an organization, there's some people who are trying to get rid of him, uh, trying to get a petition signed, so hopefully that will happen, but anyway, yeah. Uh, just more tragedies happening around the country because a lot, I think, because of the uh, misinformation that's being spread uh, Mm -hmm. by the left-wing media. Uh, You know, they're not reporting about these kind of crimes. You know, nothing's... They're they're saying white supremacists, white supremacists are hurting the Asians. Uh, Sure, sure, CNN. Sure, New York Times. Sure, Atlantic. Sure, Vice. Sure, Washington Post. Sure, sure MSNBC. Yeah, Yeah, sure, it's white supremacists. That's who it is that's who it is all right darling yes I'm gonna ask you a favor are you ready yes could you please read the next story
1: Democrat mayor arrested for pedophilia crimes
0: yeah this one's this one's pretty bad so
1: and I'm sure it's boys because he looks like a
0: guy. Yeah, yeah okay so let's have a look at this man that, I don't not want to look at his face that big uh the Sebastopol Police Department arrested Robert Jacob on Saturday morning after it executed an arrest warrant in the city's for, uh, on the city's former mayor detailing alleged felony sexual assaults that occurred between December 2019 and March 2021. Uh, let's see here. Sebastopol Police Chief Kevin Kilgore said the department received a call on March 30th detailing a number of sexual assaults allegedly perpetrated by Jacob in the city. Kilgore added police arrested the 44-year-old just after 7 a.m., Saturday on charges of possible lewd acts and forcible penetration of a child aged 14 or 15, in addition to a number of other sexual crimes involving minors. Right now, that investigation is ongoing for determination as to the number of victims, Kilgore said. Jacob is currently being held in the Sonoma County main adult detention facility without bail. He was listed on suspicion of five felonies and one misdemeanor. The charges include sex with a minor and transporting a minor for the purposes of having sex with them, distribution of uh, child pornography and soliciting a minor for lewd purposes. His arrest uh, for his alleged actions have been have shocked the city's current elected officials. Uh, this is what happens when you when you elect a Democrat. Democrats are criminals. Uh, you know you may not be electing a pedophile, but you're going to be electing somebody who's criminal in some way. I think. Um, but this is pretty pretty disturbing. Um, if I click here, okay, here we go. That's better. I don't know why I was sent that other article. That might have been my fault. I might have found that that original article. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, let's see here. Oh, he's also a cannabis entrepreneur. He's a cannabis entrepreneur.
1: Surprising. He sells
0: weed. His job is selling weed and being a Democrat. What a disgusting person. Cannabis entrepreneur and former Sebastopol Mayor mayor uh, robert jacob was arrested sunday morning so that's basically everything here oh man what a what a sick dude uh anyway so that's what the face of a pedophile pot grower looks like ladies and gentlemen
1: so cute so cute
0: (laughs) that's not uh that's that's not appropriate valeria that's not appropriate sarcasm.
1: <laughs> look at him.
0: Yeah. He, he, he kind of looks like a monster, right? He looks kind of... There's how, something yeah, monstrous yeah, about lo- him.
1: He lo- looks so like, nice, you know, innocent.
0: Yeah, he's pretending to be a nice person here. Really, he's a effing pedophile. Anyway. All right, well, that's it for that. I don't want to stay on that story for too long. Let's, yeah, let's just move sure. on to the next one. Coca-Cola. We're talking about too much gross stuff today.
1: Coca-Cola tries to play nice... Who is conservatives.
0: Yeah, coca is trying to play nice with us uh, nowadays, everybody. Oh,
1: that's
0: interesting. Isn't it, Isn't that nice? Okay, let's have a look. So what happened? So Coca-Cola says, It's time to find common ground. It's time to find common ground on voting measures after pressure from the right. So after the right was basically like, Okay, everybody, we're done buying Coke forever.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Coca-Cola's like, uh wait wait uh no we why did we even talk about politics we're idiots pay no attention <laughs> uh once they realized that their bottom line was in trouble here let's see here coca-cola who see denounced the georgia voting bill is now striking a, concili- a conciliatory tone after coming under pressure from conservatives the soda giant which is based in atlanta was absent from a list of more than 500 corporations and individuals that signed a statement condemning any election legislation that would restrict voters from having an equal and fair opportunity to cast a ballot. God, it's such a stupid, disingenuous position that that Georgia uh, bill was supposed to somehow stop voters, like stop black people voting or something. It, that, this, they, they lie so obviously Why now. are they
1: trying to play nice? Because Coca-Cola is such a huge company. Why do they care about? Why do they Because they care
0: conservatives about? are half the country. If we all stop buying Coke... Their their company is in trouble, man.
1: You think so? Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah. Look what happened to Gillette. Gillette lost like eight billion dollars.
1: Oh okay, okay. Never mind then. Never yeah. mind.
0: Uh, let's see here. the 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 missive was place uh was placed as a two page Wednesday ad in the New York Times and Washington Post with an effort being organized by Black Economic Alliance. So there was some kind of a. Um, a list of 500 corporations and individuals they signed this statement uh, condemning the Georgia bill saying that it was like you know stopping black people voting, which is not true and Coca-cola didn't sign that so they're trying to now they're trying now to uh, walk this this line now so I'm not the kind of person that stops buying products because I don't like the company's CEO or something um, I did stop buying Gillette I did stop buying Gillette you did. but but Coke. Has a lot of conservatives that work at those companies. A lot of conservatives work at the plants that uh, that you know the distribution plants. Mm -hmm. You know, just putting boxes on uh, trucks. A lot of truckers ship that Coca Cola around the country. A lot of stores that have you know that are owned by conservatives. They sell Coke. Coke is integrated into the country. I'm sorry, like you can't take conservatives out of the Coke network. Mm -hmm. I should shouldn't say Coke. That can be misunderstood to be some kind of Hunter Biden habit. But I had a joke a while back that I put in. uh, on Twitter, I think the joke was like Donald Trump had a button in the Oval Office that was uh that that would alert his staff whenever he needed a diet coke. Which is true, that was actually true. And uh Biden had this button removed. And then I said Hunter had a button uh put in that asked staff to bring him regular Coke. <laughs> That's funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Anyway.
1: It was funny.
0: My delivery that wasn't was spot funny. on, but I didn't remember the I should have thought about what the joke was. All right, let's see here. Uh, Coca-Cola said in a statement to the Washington Examiner on Wednesday that the company had not seen the letter initiated by the Alliance, but is certainly open to hearing their perspective and said that it it supported the right to vote and that it will assess how how to support voting rights. Yeah, how about this? How about not condemning bills that have nothing to do with voting rights? Absolutely nothing. In fact, I think the bill actually extended the voting hours and made it easier for people to vote. It's just... It's ridiculous how they attack conservatives. These Coca-Cola people said, we believe the best way to make progress now is for everybody to come together and listen respectfully and share concerns and collaborate on a path forward. Yeah, that's what Democrats always say. They always say, like, white people, white people, it's your turn to listen. Men, men, you know what you can do to help women? Listen. They always say listen. Listen's, like, the most important thing. You know what would actually be really helpful in America? If Democrats would shut their yaps and And listen. Because you know what Democrats don't do? They don't listen. You know why? Because they think they're right about everything and they think that Republicans are all evil. And they basically think, you know, if a Republican has an idea, it's racist or it's sexist or it's Mm -hmm. it's horrible in some way. And therefore, we don't even have to listen to it. But if you did listen to it, maybe you'd learn something because you're wrong about everything. And Republicans tend to be right about just about everything. All right, let's keep reading this uh, article. Um,. Coca-Cola's Wednesday remarks are notably less confrontational than its previous statements on the Georgia voting law. Liberal activists had pushed the company to condemn the legislation, with protesters holding a die-in at Atlanta's uh, Atlanta's World of Coca-Cola last month in Atlanta. Some demonstrators, including a Bishop at a at an African Methodist Episcopal church even advocated for a boycott. The company soon came out swinging against the law. We want to be crystal clear and unambiguously that we are disappointed in the outcome of the Georgia voting legislation, said Coca-Cola CEO James Quincy in a statement earlier this month. Throughout Georgia's legislative session, we provided feedback to members of both legislative chambers and political parties opposing measures in the bills that would diminish or deter access to voting, which didn't exist. <laughs> Quincy was even more vociferous in censoring the voting law during an appearance on CNBC where he called the legislation unacceptable and a step backwards. I think maybe CEO James Quincy needs to be replaced by somebody who actually makes sense and isn't a freaking, you know, isn't so malleable and easily like pushed around by the left. Coca-Cola people, if you're listening, replace James Quincy. I think that's his, I think that's what he deserves. Let's see here. After Coca-Cola's denunciation, the pendulum swung back the other way, and the company became a target for those on the right who were upset about Coca-Cola's stance on the bill. Former President Donald Trump called on his supporters to boycott the soft drink manufacturer, among other companies, as did Republican Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky. Don't go buy their products until they relent. We can play the game better than them, Trump said in an April 3rd statement. Trump got in trouble, actually, because he took a picture in his uh, Oval Office, uh, and he still had a Coke on the desk after he called for the boycott. But the picture might have been taken before that. Yeah,
1: that's what I was... Yeah, that's what I would want to say.
0: Senator Pat Toomey, the ranking member on the banking committee, told the Washington Examiner on Monday many conservatives will inevitably choose to walk away from these businesses involved in pushing back against the voting law. Coca-Cola's newest statement to the Washington Examiner calling for common ground in... Uh, let's see here, And noting that it is open to productive conversations with advocacy groups and lawmakers of differing views, might be a sign that it's trying to tamp down the pressure from both sides of the political spectrum. Delta Airlines, Georgia's largest private employer, which has also faced GOP backlash over the voting law, was likewise not a signatory on the two-page ad that ran in the major newspaper. And we like Delta, right? That's the airline that we fly I on?
1: I do like Delta.
0: It's like the only airline that we fly.
1: Because we have credit card, we have a credit card. miles Delta Airlines. But
0: also, they're, they seem to be the only ones who are who still have sort of like decent customer service and
1: they are not cheap. They have this leftist policies, of course. Yeah.
0: They all do though. I mean, you can't get away from it. If you want to fly on an airline and you want to boycott leftist airlines, you, you won't be able to fly. Well,
1: I remember we were flying, uh, in, uh, new year after new year, after visiting your family mm-hmm. back to LA and I wasn't wearing mask. I wasn't. Oh really? And they didn't yeah, yell at you? They didn't they didn't say anything.
0: I don't remember that.
1: I remember. I wasn't wearing any mask.
0: Well, you're one of those people that people don't like to yell at.
1: Because I might start crying. <laughs> like they You're
0: too pretty. You're too pretty.
1: Oh, I'm so dark.
0: Uh oh. Are you too so are you too dark, dark now? You need um... me to adjust you? Alright, she's upset. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on.
1: um mm, mm, i don't know i can i just smile all
0: right there you go is that too bright now
1: it's it's okay
0: well i'll tell you what ladies and gentlemen you can go ahead and leave messages in the comments section asking us about things or you can tell us what you think about things Um, and i'm and i'm uh, and i'm particularly curious of whether or not you think that we should Boycott Delta or Coca Cola for being douche nozzles and uh
1: Coca Cola one hundred percent. But the problem with Coca Cola, you never know, the thing that you buy besides Coca Cola isn't owned by Coca Cola, like water. Mm. That's water that we have might be owned by. Yeah, Coca-Cola, Dasani I you think know? is owned by Coca Cola.
0: This one is not.
1: Like this... other, maybe I don't know. We have to check now. I mean, I one hundred percent want to boycott coca-cola i cannot buy cut delta because i have a credit card and i have miles i'm sorry yeah
0: and i think i think cotton is actually the same the the toilet paper yeah or, no 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 it's not cotton it's another one cotton is what we use but there's another one that uh i think it's uh a popular toilet paper that's actually owned by the same company as owns uh gillette so if you're buying that toilet paper, you're, you're helping the same company. So if you're trying to boycott, you've got to be very careful about that stuff.
1: I'm trying to boycott Starbucks.
0: It's trying not to buy Starbucks as much?
1: Yes, I, yeah. I'm not trying to because I really don't like their policies. And-
0: but, ladies and gentlemen, let us know if you're going to boycott anybody uh, in the sections, and we will end the news here. Let's move on to the Q&A. What do you think, Dolly?
1: I'm upset.
0: Okay. All right. Are, are we moved on to the Q&A?
1: no we're not done because oh we're still I talking about
0: coca-cola jeez I, I
1: didn't i didn't see a single <clears throat> there are people saying well this was my point um that they can take a uh, sorry i lost the comment somebody said that they can take this hit because they owe so much they're so rich they make so much products. So it's not going to really affect them, even if it's like fifty percent Republican. I don't think Republican will realize. No, that's not true. If, that if a significant
0: portion of the Republican Party stopped buying Coke products, uh Coca Cola would be damaged. It wouldn't. It well, would not be good for them.
1: Okay, and I'm um, upset but, because but, but I they did make not. But see... they make a
0: fairly decent point, which is that there's you know, if there's so many products and so many people are buying so much, even a small dent isn't going to bother them too much. But you know, nobody wants to see the not... profits go down.
1: See a single super chat today?
0: Oh no, super chats. We okay. did
1: deserve fifteen bucks an hour, darling.
0: No, well, the, I I think that's good. I I don't want super chats. I'm happy. So let's go ahead and read. I'm
1: joking, of course. Let's
0: go ahead and read some of this stuff. Uh,
1: I just want to say a thank you, a special thank you for Ashley because she's keeping our live chat so clean from trolls that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes she's written here.
0: <laughs> Oh, I, I'm I'm trying to read her stuff, but uh, let's see. She's written a lot today. She's written a lot today. I'm not really seeing many comments to us. Okay, here we go. A talk of magnet says, "Very important update: use of zombie bumpers is now legal during riots in Florida." Uh, so I think what that means is that you can run over Black Lives Matter supporters if they're in the streets, which is great. Uh, Frank James, if you represent your country, you better get some top of the line hookers. (laughs) That's for the Hunter Biden story. Yeah. We kind of got a little bit too involved in that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. What is your obsession with Jordan Peterson? Says Randy Raseig. I don't know if they're talking about me or somebody else. Um. And he wrote Jordan Patterson, but I assume he means Jordan Peterson.
1: Yay, super chat. I, I
0: don't know what you're talking about. I don't have an obsession with Jordan Peterson. I think he's right about a lot of things, so I like him.
1: So uh, we got super chat. Okay,
0: Valeria, why don't you read this super chat from J Health 5150 Whee! Whee!
1: J health five, one five zero. Sending you your super chat since you didn't get one. Love you pop Oh
0: well, yes. we love you too, J health. Okay,
1: now I'm happy. Now I'm happy. Oh, sorry, with... Jay
0: Heath. I read it wrong. J Heath. I said J health. That's not right. Jay Heath.
1: And health. Fifty
0: one fifty. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Organic robot said, "Y'all will be big when the oppression is done." <laughs> Jacob Chase writes I want Valeria to express more of her viewpoints on the stories that you cover. Now, okay, Jacob Chase, I feel like this is a little bit of an attack on me and I'm going to try to defend myself That's here. That's not
1: an attack on you. I don't know what to say. I'm like Right. Uh, well, this please, is no, please no. cover my my back because yeah. I don't know what to say.
0: No, no, sweetie. I'm not saying that you, that the the phenomenon is attack on me. I mean, it sounds like what Jacob Chase is saying. Kind of indicates that I'm not letting you speak, or that they're in. The
1: Absolutely cert- not true. Yeah, he is covering my inability to speak with his yeah. ability to talk. In fact, wherever. I think that the uh, the, the Just biggest. If I want to talk, I will interrupt him.
0: <laughs> Just he will like, get no, mad, yeah. but
1: I'm still going to interrupt him.
0: But at the end of the day, I've actually
1: and he's going to beat me later. Have
0: kind of long conversations with you about how I think you should speak more on the show.
1: I know I have to, I know, I, I know. Darling, when I say
0: stuff like that, you're supposed to say, yes, Chris, yes, that's true.
1: 100%, and I feel like I have to talk, but sometimes I just don't know what to say, because I don't right. know the subject, I don't know the people yeah. we're talking about, I can express my, like, opinion, I don't know, but. I, I
0: should probably my, after, I, I usually after every story, I'll say, Valeria, I do you have something to say on this subject? do
1: my best.
0: But we, we've had too many moments where she's sat there for a few seconds and gone. No. <laughs> so I realized, yeah, okay, well, sometimes I'll ask her if I suspect maybe she has something to say.
1: I but otherwise, I best.
0: just kind of move on to the we next got
1: another one. super chat.
0: But you're right. I, I actually totally agree with you, uh, Jacob Chase. I don't appreciate the attack on me. But I actually, I totally agree with you. And, and I do think she needs to speak more. And I'll beat her later.
1: Okay. Held in. Held hilden Held in. Zeldin? Zeldin it's a it's it's not x's
0: it's not... x's are pronounced with a z sometimes they at the beginning
1: oh my gosh
0: yeah we'll really? have to oh, okay yeah. we'll go over that
1: i love your show keep it up here is another super chat okay oh zeldin what, a, what a champion we are done
0: <laughs> champion it looks like he's got a kind of a souped up superu subaru or something in the picture i can't tell what that is from here but uh, uh i kind of like souped up cars i want to watch um oh jacob chase has come in just to get your 15 because i appreciate what you do thanks man Thanks, man. Yeah, and I, I I like Valeria's perspective, but occasionally, like today, she came in late. She's a little bit flustered from work, and it's a little bit harder for her when she comes in right after work. Because you worked like since what? What time did you get up this morning? Seven. Got up at seven. Went to work all day. Oh, she ran into a buddy of mine. I have a buddy that works in Hollywood
1: yeah and we were talking and uh he was like working and yeah. he was looking at me like and i thought he's gonna say something like, yeah. hey guys shut up i'm working right now but he's actually like hey i know you
0: yeah, no he <laughs> said that he told me that he said to you uh he's he told me that he he asked what what's your name because he yes, wasn't yes, sure he
1: did. yes he's like and i thought oh are you gonna complain that i'm talking to him <laughs> to
0: didn't him. you recognize him
1: yes of course i did his so voice. I don't
0: understand why you, do you think that he was going to yell at you if you knew who he because was? Because I
1: didn't recognize him at the beginning because I, I oh, saw this guy was okay, like so looking at recognize. me like a woman. So
0: no, so no is the answer. You no, didn't but recognize.
1: when he said "What's your name, Valerie and he was like start talking, and I realized that it's it's your the friend.
0: guy. Yeah, I can't say his name. Yeah, okay, don't you kill me. <laughs> and
1: but I recognize him by his voice plus his ears. Because the only <laughs> yes, thing I could yes. see, he was wearing mask and facial. We are required to wear this stuff, yeah. and I I see his ears and his voice, and I was like, oh hey.
0: Yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, how often do you run into my friends? Actually, you probably run into my friends a lot. You just don't know who they are, but you happen to know this guy. This guy's a close enough friend that we've actually been to his yeah. place and stuff. So, uh-huh. darling,
1: we got more two more super chats.
0: Andrew Beerwart. Uh, hi, hi, Andrew Beerwart.
1: And another one. Before Andrew Beerward has emailed
0: me, and uh, oh, yeah, good man, good man.
1: Another one before that.
0: Jacob Chase again, uh, just to get your well, no, no, we already read that.
1: No, it's another ten bucks. I read it. Did you? You read it. Just to get you to your fifteen dollars, because I appreciate what you do. No, well, we'll read sure it. Just we'll
0: like read your, it twice, Jacob.
1: Jacob Chase. I mean, I. I have maybe I have a memory I as a goldfish, you. ten seconds and in Valérie
0: and Valérie an hour. Sometimes you. I
1: have this kind of memory. I can't do anything about Well you
0: gotta talk a whole lot more. <laughs> um all right. Frank James says one super chat will be back next week, two uh super chats will be next back next week from Frank James, he's saying two, will you do a chauvin trial special when that SHIT hits the fan? Chauvin trial special. Yeah, I guess I should watch that stupid thing.
1: Uh, I love this comment from "I'm a plant." I like Valeria's perspective too. That Kerastase shampoo worked like magic. Thanks.
0: Uh, do you want to say that again and pronounce what you just said clearly so that other women who are watching can get the benefit of the, your advice?
1: Uh, you want me to say Kerastase shampoo?
0: Yeah, Kerastase shampoo or Kerastase is
1: Kerastase, it? Kerastase, well, in Russian, Kerastase.
0: K e r a s t a s e shampoo. Apparently, this is.
1: It's a good one. It's some a good kind of
0: amazing high-end one. shampoo that if you want your hair glistening and beautiful, like Valeria's. I I'm not sponsored by them, but I'll I'll go ahead and promote
1: Unfortunately. it. Unfortunately.
0: Kerastase, if you're listening, um, <laughs> I'll just give Valeria a bottle every day, and she can smile at the camera and hold it. Oh, Aston, you getting you ready to How wake up? Are you gonna
1: be done?
0: Yeah, we can be done. Um. Thank you guys yeah, again for you everything. So um you guys
1: are just so much I can ask for money. We made thirty money. bucks.
0: I honestly I was happy that you guys didn't give any sub- I, I like, was joking. Give us money. I always <laughs> joke
1: about this, like, hey guys, did you not deserve fifteen bucks an hour?
0: Oh, you're just too cute. I, I, just, I should have married an uglier wife. There's no need for people this beautiful to exist in the world, ladies and gentlemen. This is just this is overkill. Um, don't 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 buy her charms. Okay. You don't have to give us money. We'll we'll try to read what this yes, is. What yes.
1: You my, sorry oh
0: my gosh all right guys uh <laughs> all right you guys are the best we will see you guys on monday happy friday and enjoy the weekend uh do something fun go for a hike get outside don't wear a mask uh we're going to uh i'm gonna be working a lot this weekend.
1: i work in all weekends
0: and if you if you want to risk a hundred bucks or even a thousand bucks go ahead and throw it into uh your favorite crypto, but we're doing Doge, and uh, hopefully it, we don't go bankrupt. Well, we can't now, because you took out our initial investment.
1: I did secure my investment, and I it in Ethereum Classic, which is blowing up right now. Oh,
0: so do we make money on that?
1: We are. We actually made it because I was holding it before, but it wasn't too much, but now I'm just... Talking extra. percentages. <laughs> I, Chris, I have a degree in accounting. I do not know this. I mean, I'm. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. It's embarrassing. I didn't choose the profession. My mom chose it for me. I just finished the college. Gave my mom. Yeah, diploma. but darling,
0: you got straight A's throughout your whole time in any school that you were at. That's
1: one. College, true. high
0: school, everything. One
1: hundred percent true. But I'm. I don't know.
0: You're don't a smart know. girl. You're a smart girl. I'm, okay, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, what it is. Smart, beautiful, but a little bit silly. Okay, we will see you guys on Monday. Say goodbye, darling. Bye bye. Bye bye. Toxic masculinity.
1: Aston, good morning. Are you